So I think perhaps this morning we might finish the 12 links of dependent origination. Uh, and when you look at the uh, what's called the wheel of life, uh, that's the outer rim, outer rim, and then within that you have the those things which are conditioned by those by those uh, by those links and within that in the very center of that that's what that's what is uh, at the core at the root of what keeps the links alive so to speak okay so <coughs> going backwards because we're looking at our conditions like you, you suddenly you find yourself somewhere like you uh, you wake up all of a sudden you find yourself somewhere and you're wondering and you look at the condition where you are and you're wondering where does that come where does that come from okay so you look at what is our condition we are aging and we are approaching death we know death is approaching because we know that most of the examples of of uh, other phenomena that are very similar to us they seem to go through a process called, come, uh, called death and because we are so similar to them that we know that we are going to we we are very certain that we are going to approach that one day. So where did that come from? Where is this where is this aging? What is it that because it exists, there exists this thing, this condition of that we're aging, and then sooner or later uh, we will approach death. And that's that's the twelfth link, the 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 the, the 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 ultimate result of all the links, right? So what is it that what condition, because it exists, 
there is this condition that we are experiencing and that's the eleventh link and that's birth <laughs> okay. and what is it that because it exists there is a condition of birth Sorry? attachment is that, that are we there yet no well there's there something uh, there's something related to that okay yeah well let's see uh, more uh, it's 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 a strong kind of a attachment mm, well it, I guess it depends on who's who's who's, uh, who's translating the term Sometimes they put craving in front of uh, clinging. Sometimes they put clinging in front of craving. But this one is more like a, it, it's a kind of craving uh, that is called. Uh, it, it translated here as uh, a, a becoming. Okay. So. Remember, I, I mentioned there are three kinds of, of uh, phenomena connected with desire. There you have initial desire, you have a, a habitual desi- habituated desire, and you have a desire that is so strong that it sort of takes over. So th- the kind of desire that sort of takes over is, is, is this one, okay? And and the, it's trans- it is a, a thirst or craving for existence. Okay, it's called becoming, some in some places. And actually, in, in this text, it's, it's, re, it's uh, translated as a, 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 the karma that has matured. Yeah, matured karma, becoming. Uh, yeah. And what is it that exists? Because it uh, because it exists, there is craving. There is this strong. Uh, strong desire or strong attachment for existence and that's that that is here is is uh, Rinpoche well not Rinpoche but whoever translated what Rinpoche said uh, they, they, they translated as strong desire okay. and in here it's translated as I guess craving now right grasping grasping the terms in here are the ones that most translators use for the twelve links. Okay. So because of remember the links are not connected to each other necessarily in in a in a, in a linear fashion. They're, they're this they're sort of intertwined. They sort of uh, inter, they're really interlink. Whenever whenever you see one link, you know that all the other ones are present in in, in some way or another. Some of them exist like uh, like one of them like supports the other. Bec- wh- while one is there, the other one is, is is getting its sustenance because of the the presence of the other one. It's not like cause and effect where you have a seed and you plant it and the seed and in order for the plant to be there, the seed has to completely be transformed. It's not it's not in the same way. Okay, the more the links are more. Some of them are supporting each other. Like the, while the other one is still there. Another one is is getting a sustenance from it. Okay. So this cra- so the reason that we have birth is because we crave it. If you go, we don't necessarily crave birth, but we crave existence. And because and where does that craving for this existence come from? It comes from previous habituated uh, habituation that we have with 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 existence. Okay. And and what because of the things that we experience when uh, because we, of the way that we exist. And what does that where does that that strong craving for existence come from? It comes from habituated. Uh, this is the way I guess the way we understand the word attachment would come in, okay? Because of attachment. And what is that attachment? Is that mean, is is a habit that we have formed in our mind? Uh, where we 
constantly want uh, something that we experienced before we, we continually want it okay because we continually want th- that experience that experience and it's not just only in the form of uh, like attachment where we consider attachment more towards something that we liked before but we have to also consider it in a sense of of a uh, because of an experience we had with something we constantly want to avoid it or we constantly want to meet meet with it okay that habitual tendency that's what some uh, some translators use the word clinging okay or or strong attachment and Rinpoche well not really not Rinpoche uh, I forgot a student a long time student longer translated as strong desire okay so what is it that what causes strong desire what, what causes attachment what causes that uh, what, what causes that habitual tendency to always want something Not, not quite there yet. Yeah, ignorance is the root of everything. <laughs> we can blame any ignorance on anything. <laughs> everything on ignorance. So uh, there are three three kinds of uh, attachment or desire. So there's that one that sort of has a life of its own. There's one that's habitual, and there's one that one that comes before that. Yeah, initial desire. Initial desire. That's what it's called in here. Initial desire. Okay. So the the strong attachment that you have for something which is called here a grasping okay it comes from wanting okay and where does where does the wanting come from that comes from feeling okay so these have to be ex- explained in, in close connection with each other okay uh, feeling well, we have to start with contact because of contact there's a feeling that arises and then depending on what the feeling is you end up with either not wanting not a wanting where the wanting is I don't want to I don't, I, my wanting is I don't want to meet that again that's aversion or I want to meet that again okay, that, that's what we call uh, craving or, or desire okay. so because of this initial contact and if it's a pleasurable experience, then we want it. We want that experience. And this is more in a sense of, uh, in a present sense, in a present uh, condition. Um, I want it to happen. The, 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 the one that has been called here grasping or, uh, or, or very strong attachment or strong, very strong desire is more in a sense of a potential. Okay. It's a habit pattern. It's a habit. It's, it's a habit. Uh, it's a habit uh, energy. Okay. So you have, you have your senses make contact with something, and out of that event comes a feeling, and from that feeling there comes a desire. Okay. Or, or, or what was, uh, what is called here a craving. Okay. You want that to continue, and because of wanting to that to continue, you you constantly seek. Uh, the contact so you can have that feeling and because of that habit you, you, you set a, a pattern and that pattern that you set is beca- it has become attachment where you you are constantly wanting constantly wanting to have uh, where you find yourself uh, sort of like living in such a way where where your life is governed by by, 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 by that wanting that wanting sort of directing your actions, directing what what you do, okay, and because you uh, uh, because you fulfill or seek to fulfill that 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 habit, then it becomes a very it, that's when it becomes what it what is called here uh, becoming, where it's a, 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 a thirst you can say for existence, okay. Right. So, because of a thirst for existence, that's why you have birth. Okay, and the thirst for existence comes from attachment, and the attachment comes from the experiences that you have in life. This is what you know of existence. This is what you know of life. 
and you have these experiences in it and then you, you develop a habit. And that comes from uh, the, the, the wanting, the desire that you develop from a feeling that you get. Okay? And the feeling comes from contact. That you, that, that you're sent. And, and what is it that exists? Because it exists, there is contact. Contact, it's your, sen- your, 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 your senses. Because you have senses, your senses, you're able to make contact with objects. And because you make contact with objects, there, there's, there, a feeling arises. And because of the feeling that arises, then there's the desire or there's the aversion. And, and when you habituate yourself to that desire or that aversion, it develops into a strong uh, 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 grasping. Okay. And what is it that exists? Because it exists, there, is, uh, there are the senses. And this is where, uh, we are, this is where the answer that is given gives you the, the uh, gives you the insight into how the wheel is not uh, the links are not just a, a linear thing where this comes into being and then it transforms into the next thing and that transforms into the next thing but more in a sense of how these things are interrelated and that's where the teaching uh, when uh, the twelve links are being taught they are taught in a, in, in they're taught in a way for you to understand that the, the actual twelve links have three three things, uh, three phases incorporated within them. There's the before life, there's the present life, and then there's the life that comes after. So these three, and it's not necessarily like they always occur in three lifetimes. Like for uh, the desire for something. It comes from exactly the life before, and then the potential that it sets is, is is the life exactly after that. But it, it, it's it's to understand it in in a in a in some past whatever either the the immediate previous life has a but more life some life in the past, okay, and then it has an effect on on, on what we are experiencing now in the present life. And what we are doing now, what we are experiencing now, will have its result in some future life. Not necessarily the immediate life that comes after, but it could be any lifetime af- after that. Okay? So that's, that's how, uh, in a way, that sort of gives you an understanding of the, of the, of the, the, the intricacy of, of, of the links, and also, when you look at your condition presently and you want that condition to either to stop and you, you have to understand that how it uh, what you're doing right now is through, you can say there are three personalities involved you're always affecting three, personal, three personalities that are involved so the personality now is in the, in the future life is going to be considering oh this is, this is the personality of the past life what did that guy do Okay, to get me into this trouble. Okay, and then so the personality now is also has to focus on 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 the, the personality of the future. What you're doing now is going to have an effect on what kind of personality is going to come out of this continuum in the future. And the personality that you have now is a result of what the personality of the past focused on and, and, and enacted. Okay, so there are always three personalities uh, who are uh, who are you know, what was that thing? in a crime? What do you call that? I'm sorry to use the bad example. Accomplice, accomplice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There's always these three. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like uh, if what you do to one, you affect. You know, three 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 personalities are, uh, will will be affected. Okay. So. Uh, now you're, we, are, we have to go. Uh, we are almost now uh, to have to be, have to talk about the personality of the past. Okay. Now we reached a point where we have to talk about the personality, the role of the personality of the past. Okay. So, but uh, not quite yet. Oh, so what is it that exists that causes to have the senses, or, or what conditions? Because it exists, we have the condition of the senses, and that's where uh, somebody threw that in there. That's the nimin form. 
Okay. And name and form is really uh, just to show you that it's not just a physical thing, it's not just a mental thing. It's those two things together. Okay. It's, uh, I think, a nice term that is used to sort of talk about those two at the same time is uh, psychophysical, right? Psychophysical, right? Psychophysical. <laughs> All right. So, so when you when you when you when you see that like, the physical is affecting the the mental and the mental is affecting the physical. Okay. So you can't really say that one is the one is absolutely the cause of the other. This like a uh, intertwined inter that's a synergy. Yes. Synergistic, how's that? <laughs> the sort of synergistic, <laughs> okay. And uh, the inter kind of the interbeingness, okay. All right. So can I ask a question? Uh-huh. So the right, this um, so psychophysical in the sense like they're they're affecting each other, mm-hmm. right? Now, but before before that is consciousness, right? Mm-hmm. So or even if you take later on, before um, the conception, you have a grasping, right? Mm-hmm. So at some point, there's there's just this physical, and then it then it becomes then then later you're calling it psychophysical, right? Mm-hmm. At some point, the the psycho and the physical get intertwined. Yeah. At some and at some point, they're separated, right? Saying psychophysical is. Sort of, uh, uh, sort of telling you that there is not, there is not really a point where they're completely separated. By completely separated, of course, right before the being gets reborn, right? So the being exists as a, as, as mostly as consciousness. We have to use the word mostly, without, I don't want to get in trouble later. <laughs> so it's mostly consciousness, and and there is a there is a a, a definite separation. A, def- a definite. Uh, there's the consciousness about to take rebirth, and there's the stuff, mm-hmm. the material stuff so that the consciousness. Not not so much. Not so much. There's a subtle. There's an aspect of subtle and, and gross there, but it's not just the consciousness itself that is that is subtle and gross. But but more in a sense of there is the reason I said not entirely conscious and entirely mental because within that consciousness there's a subtle but a subtle subtle physical in there there's a subtle physical intertwined with the, with what what seems to be more mostly consciousness but that is in the that is in the in the in the sense of of looking at uh, looking at the at the uh, the phenomena that we call taking birth Okay, but more in the sense of the abstraction now. The the links are talking sometimes now. It's in the realm of abstract, pure abstraction. Okay, so that's where before name and form, before that psychophysical goo, that's my term. <laughs> before the, where where there's like there's the mind and matter sort of like uh, have have a a, a sim, no not be really what. Symbiosis. No, symbiosis is that symbiosis? Symbiosis is that is that what it's called where one one is, one is dependent upon, one upon the, dependent the other. other. Yeah. yeah. So there's, there's a, the other. Yeah. So symbiosis kind of relationship, right? So before that there is consciousness. So more in a sense of the kind of body, the kind of mind that 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 the person eventually has in that life is dependent upon the, the kind of consciousness that is going to inhabit that goo. Okay? So before there is that body, that, that full body that we recognize as John and Mary, or be- before, that, before uh, the kind of mind that John or Mary has that recognize as their mind, and then in, in, in between that, that taking rebirth, there's that goo, which, which is the potential to hold that kind of mind and the potential to have that kind of body. That's the psychophysical. Or where uh, more specifically or more 
biologically you would call it uh, the embryo. Okay? So the embryo is not quite yet a definite form, physical form, it's not, and it's not quite a definite mind or definite uh, uh, you know, personality yet, but it's a potential for those two things. Hmm. Okay. But you have a personality going in there. Yeah. I mean, you have a, a heavily grasping mm-hmm. personality going in. Yeah. Uh, but that personality is not what you're going to get when there's a definite body and definite, uh, definite mind. It's not. Yeah, because it's not, it's, let's say the, the, the personality was a person, uh, no, say something about a personality. Yeah. Description, uh, grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for using negative uh, examples. Well, you, <laughs> you have a grumpy yeah. guy <laughs> about to take a rebirth and then the grumpy consciousness enters uh, 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 the, the, uh, the embryo, uh-huh. right? But once, once the embryo has a definite form or a definite, uh, definite body, a definite mind, that personality that you have with that mind and body may not necessarily be a grumpy. So the grumpiness, when, do you, when, do you, when does the grumpiness go disappear? Grumpiness? The, the grumpiness goes Not away. In. <laughs> exactly when? <laughs> Somewhere along the line after, uh, after going into the, the goo. Yeah, okay. So yeah. the grumpiness. Yeah. It could stay or it could go. It could stay or it could go. Yeah. The, the, the strength of the grumpiness. <laughs> Yeah, there's all, all, all other kinds of things. It's like this, it's, it said, the dominant factor, the dominant, uh, among all the different qualities, the dominant quality is grumpiness, for example. And, and depending on the strength of that grumpiness, you may have a baby coming out, you know, grumpy. <laughs> That's a grumpy baby. <laughs> Yeah, that's all those things are are, are, de- are, are going to be determining what the personality is going to be. Yeah, so it's not just environment that's created the personality, but it has a, it has a factor, it has a role to play. It's not just the goo, but it has a role to play. It's not just the consciousness that comes in, but it has a role to play. All these things coming together have a role to play. Okay. So you have just to get uh, your loss. <laughs> Uh, we are at the link called uh, consciousness now. So, because of the consciousness, that determines uh, what the goo becomes. Okay? But before the goo to have senses, the goo must have consciousness, the condition of consciousness. Okay? Now, what determines the consciousness? And again, these are not causes and effect in the sense that of like a tree becomes a, 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 a well not a tree a, a seed becomes a tree that's what I can find what, what comes after <laughs> a tree becomes what? a table <laughs> not, 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 more, not in that sense okay but more supporting factors we have to also I should say you should also consider supporting factor okay so, wh- what is it that allows for consciousness? What is the condition that allows for consciousness? But more in an abstract, abstract form, because you have all those things that were said, I was said earlier. All these things are also must be also supporting conditions for consciousness, but more in an abstract form. Okay. It's like what is the main condition? What is the main condition? All the, other, all the other things that we already mentioned are, are, are also supporting conditions. But which one of them is, which, what is the main condition? What is the main supporting factor? And that's where somebody's been, been thrown at since, since the beginning. Desire? No, we, we covered that already. <laughs> we covered that. <laughs> Something else that we've been throwing at. <laughs> Uh, not, not quite there yet. <laughs> That's what I keep throwing. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, it, unfortunately the term that is used is almost as ambiguous as that term name and form. It's sometimes they call it what do they call it here? Immature karma. Yeah. No, immature karma is. I think we covered that. No, that's mature karma. 
No, immature, yeah, immature karma, yeah, immature karma. That's what uh, is, is, uh, is used in this text. That's what comes into consciousness, Yeah, immature karma. Here, what did the term they use? They use a nice term. I think it's even, even much more beautiful. <laughs> in, terms of its, in terms of its being beautifully confusing. <laughs> Composition of factors. All right. Composition of factors. Another text used uh, something even, I think, probably equally beautiful. It's formations. Probably you've heard that, have you heard that term? That one? Formations. Uh, all that is trying to uh, translate the term, it's called samskara. Sam- samskara. Samskara. Okay? And it's, it's more like a potential. That's why uh, in this text they use the term immature karma. It's karma that has not yet ripened. So it's, uh, it's an action that's in a form, it's, it's potential. What you, might, what you might call just pure potential. Okay? So a potential, a karmic potential gives rise to a type of consciousness. And the type of consciousness will, can, will inhabit a type of goo, <laughs> name and form. And, and, all the, and that will give, a type of, give rise to a type of life. Okay? Now, now finally, we're up to... Alright. Now, we have, we have all the 12 links. Okay? So, where does this condition where we are forced to age, we are forced to get sick, where we are forced to in, endure uh, suffering, we are forced to endure death eventually. What does this, and, in, and, it's, and because it's connected with three, three personalities, it's not, uh, uh, it's not just that you're, de- you're dead and that's it. It's a cycle. There's always, this becomes the, 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 the previous life of, a, of another life. And this life is the... Uh, is the end of a previous life. Okay? So all these things are always connected with each other. The past, the present, and the future. But there's never more than one away. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you have the, this condition, when it ends, when you have what is called death, then it doesn't just stop, doesn't, it, it, it starts over again. Mm-hmm. Okay? It starts over again. All these begin with ignorance. Ignorance. And what is this ignorance? And, in, and it's not just ignorance in the sense of, oh, I don't know. It's more, it's more in the, what you might call, uh, an arrogant form of ignorance. I don't know, but I believe I definitely know. Okay. Yeah. But it's not otherwise in the sense of like you have this choice and that choice, and you and you and you say okay I I I, I take this instead, okay. But more, you, you believe it to be this way, and you are convinced that it is this way. Okay. And it's this ignorance that causes us to act, and these actions definitely leave leave a potential. Okay, so that's the previous life you could say the previous life. But it doesn't mean that we don't have ignorance now. <laughs> okay? So the ignorance of this life becomes a potential to create immature karma for the next life. Okay? And the ignorance of the past created the potential of that, that ripen into this, in this life. Okay? So it's almost as if, uh, if you remember the Eightfold Path, the right view leads to right thinking, right thinking, and so forth. So it's almost as if uh, it's, it's, it's that teaching is, uh, is there also, because of the because of the conviction we have about what the nature of reality is, that determines what kind of actions we take. And this kind of this actions that we these actions that we take leave a potential. What kind of uh, awareness? What kind of consciousness that we have? And this leads to the kind of birth that we have. 
the kind of growth that we, we will have the potential for. So the ultimate cause of, or the ultimate uh, cause for the problem that we are experiencing, the present condition of aging and ache, sickness and suffering and death, goes to ignorance, not knowing the true nature of reality. But not only I didn't know, but more in the sense of we th- we have a wrong understanding and we are in 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 uh, imputing now. We are forcing this this wrong view onto the nature of, onto the n- in reality. Imputing, yeah. So we, we are saying this is the nature nature of reality, and we are acting upon that. And the nature of reality, more in, in a sense of uh, where do things come from? What creates this? What creates that? If I want this, how do I get it? If I want peace, how do I get it? Oh, if I didn't have enemies, I would have peace. Or since these people, these people, since I see beautiful people as enemies, I should get rid of them, then I would have peace. Okay. So this action, this all comes from a lack of understanding of where things truly come from. Whether, if we want peace, what would be the true cause of peace? So if we were to know that, if we were to know the real cause of peace, then acting upon that real knowledge will get us, will get us real peace. But since we don't, since the the result of our action doesn't bring us real peace, so we can say that the the information that we had was wrong. Okay, so we we were acting from ignorance. Okay. So now you're uh, now you can go out in public and say you know something about Buddhism, <laughs> because now you can say the three of the fundamental you can recite three of the fundamental teachings of Buddhism the four, no, the four truths the four noble truths or the four Arya truths the eightfold path and now the twelve links of dependent origination okay may I have a question that's why I saw a hand go up no maybe it was a hand leaving <laughs> saying goodbye <laughs> I have a quick one mm-hmm. Uh, regarding contact with the senses leads to a feeling. Mm-hmm. I mean, that isn't a direct link, is it? It's a, don't you have a thought that leads to a feeling? Eventually, the thought just bypassing you go directly to the feeling, but it doesn't thought uh, intervene between those two things, the senses and the feeling? Like, uh, you perceive something. Right. Yeah, the brain has to label it. Okay, there's, a, that, there's the contact. The contact, brain labels, yeah. yeah, I would say that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, it's not every single link that is. No, I mean the the every single link would be you no. Know, we spend lifetime after lifetime to go to every single link. Just like what you mentioned, th- th- right. there's that link, but it's not mentioned because uh, I guess it's assumed. Yeah, it's so the twelve links. These are the ones that, if you focus on them, you will s- sort of see the what's in between, what's in between one and two, what's in between three and four, so on and so forth. Okay, that are not mentioned. But if you understand those twelve general links, it will help you to understand. And the purpose of the purpose of studying uh, the twelve links of dependent origination not only uh, to help us understand where we are and how we got there but, all, but more specifically to help us be able to one day overcome the 12 links to, 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 um, to overcome the, the condition of, of, su- of suffering and it is said that the 12 links of dependent origination is, uh, is, a, little bit, is a little bit superior to the teachings of the Four Noble Truth, not superior in a sense of uh, if you had a choice between one or one of the other, pick pick you know, pick pick the twelve links because it's superior. But more in a sense of when they talk about disciples or teachers, um, students, capacities of students, those who focus mainly on the Four Noble Truth 
and contemplate them and get into the profundity of the of the meaning of the Four Noble Truth, they 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 are the ones who end up being uh, uh, what we call shravaka arhats. You have those. Uh, you have three types of results of that is those who are studying on the path and those who reach nirvana. The, in nirvana, there are three types of of, of beings. Okay, in, in terms of uh, uh, the potential of those of those students, the the one who reached nirvana at 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 its lowest, uh, uh, and I'm I'm sort of hesitate to say low and high within nirvana, but just for the sake of talking, okay. So the 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 student who reaches the lowest level of nirvana, the shravaka ahat, it's called the listener, the student. That is, this this student is someone who has to sit at the feet of a teacher and get teachings. And then, depending on the teachings that the person received from someone else, that person follows those teachings and eventually reaches nirvana. So that's why it's called a disciple ahat. An ahat who became, who, 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 someone who became an ahat through discipleship, direct discipleship, or and the term they use is listening. But listening here means student, okay, someone who's listening to a teacher. Okay, so, so that's the lowest level, and that that student only needs to focus on the four area truth. Okay, now someone else who's already had discipleship, but then reached nirvana in within that, that, that the term of that discipleship with, with, uh, with, that, with that specific teacher that is in that life and they are born again so the potential that they, they gain the, the, the effort that they've made is not lost com- completely lost so they are a bit you could say when they are born again they are a bit more advanced than those who are just studying discipleship okay? and these now they study the 12 links of dependent origination they contemplate the twelve links of dependent origination, and because of that, they reach they reach nirvana. And because they don't, because they've already had discipleship, they don't necessarily need to uh, to be to to know the the four noble truth from listening to someone else, through either through a hint that they get from life or from a teacher, their their memory starts to uh, recall those teachings. And they're able to go off on their own and continue their practice without the direct guidance of a teacher. Well, now you do this, now you do that, now you do this, now stop that, now do this, now on. So they can guide themselves. So these are the ones that are called self-made. And that's the pratika. Okay? And they're, they're the pratika Buddha Ahat. And that's the middle. And the highest one, of course, is the Bodhisattva. is the fully enlightened Buddha. So, by contemplating the Four Noble Truth only, you can get Nirvana. And if on top of that, you add contemplating the Twelve Links of Dependent Origination, that will give you Pratika Buddhahood. Okay? And then that's the middling, middling, uh, uh, what's called middling Ahat. Okay? Uh, another thing about the the... So it's, in comparison, it would be like, in terms of knowledge, in terms of uh, uh, spiritual power. So the shravaka ahat would be like somebody who knows everything about the earth. Shravaka. Shravaka. Yeah. S R A or S H R A. Shra. Yeah. That's the. No, that's the that's the first bodhisattva. That's the first one. That's the disciple. That's the first level. That's called like the first level person who achieved nirvana. Pratyeka. Pra P R A T E K A. Yeah. Pratyeka. I was I'm stuck on T E K A. Should it be T I E or T T Y E? T Y E. Yeah, T Y E. One of those. But Pratyeka. That's the that's the middle one. That's a high level than the Shravaka. So it would be like, in terms of, of, of store of knowledge, it would be like uh, the Pratika knows everything in the solar system. Okay? 
I'm not saying that that's exactly what they know. I'm saying just the comparison. Okay. So everything that, that, that is, every knowledge about the earth that is known, let's say there's such a thing, the, the person who knows every single thing about that, that would be like the Shavaka. And the person who knows everything about everything in the, in, the, in, the, in the solar system, that would be like the Pratika Buddha. And the one higher than that would be like every, one who knows everything there is to know about the universe. That would be, the, that would be a fully enlightened Buddha. Okay. So you can see how, uh, in terms of, if you consider the average person, what does the average person know about every single thing that's on the on planet Earth? <laughs> now, now, compare yourself to that person who knows everything about the planet Earth, that's, you know, maybe, <laughs> and <laughs> over there, okay? And now compare that person's knowledge to someone who knows everything about everything that's on the solar system, that every planet in the solar system everything. So that would be like, you know, from to, ne- to the next room. And now compare that person to someone who knows everything about the universe. That's like, you know, from here to my <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. So that makes me a Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the omniscient? Yeah, that's the omniscient one. That's and the fully enlightened Buddha. So if you have Shravaka for the first level and That's the Buddha. That's, that's the name, yeah. That's the Buddha. Yeah. And it's, so they're all called Arhats. Shravaka Arhat, Pratika Buddha Arhat, and Buddha Arhat. Or Samyaksam Buddha Arhat. And, and those realized individuals, do they not exponentially multiply? In other words, if you have a Bodhisattva, it's times 1,000. You mean like one Bodhisattva? Oh yeah, so whatever one can do, the one above it can do it, you know, as, you know, much grander. I guess my question is, if, if you're a Bodhisattva, you can reveal yourself in many forms, not just that one entity as a Bodhisattva, you can be times a thousand, right? in other words. Uh, it, yeah, that depends on the level of a Bodhisattva. You know, there are different levels of Bodhisattva, so there uh, the first level can emanate a thousand maybe and the next one can emanate a thousand times a thousand and so forth so if you're an eighth level or you can be infinite yeah, yeah. infinite is one, is one number and if you're ninth level then you're infinite times three <laughs> Different levels of, 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 of shavakas, different levels of pratikas. Uh, bodhisattvas are those who are about to become Buddhas. So, when you say bodhisattvas are completely enlightened? When a bodhisattva is completely enlightened, that bodhisattva is called a Buddha. Not complete, yeah. And that's why they have to use the, the term complete and perfectly enlightened for just for the Buddha. Because the other ones are also enlightened. But there's some level of maybe obscuration? There's some level of obscuration as far as knowledge is concerned. But not as far, not as, far as freedom is concerned. They all achieve the same level of freedom from samsara that there's no potential whatsoever in them to ever be reborn in samsara that is completely gone. But as far as knowledge, some have obscurations. No, remember, a Bodhisattva Ahat is a Buddha. So, so, so the Bodhisattva is, 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 is between is uh, before becoming a Buddha. Those, the one who's definitely on the on the track of becoming a fully enlightened Buddha, that one is called a Bodhisattva. Was your question that I 
No, it's, it's not the risk in the sense of would they want to come back, mm-hmm. but more in the sense of we have to. It's samsa in the sense of being forced to come back. Remember, samsa yeah, is not samsa. Like, like their karma wouldn't put them back into. Yeah, there, yeah. There's no more negative. There's no more karma that would that would ripen as 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 a birth in oh, samsa. Right. Yeah. Does that mean they can choose to come back and They can choose. That's the that one is that's the bodhisattva. The one who chooses to return, the one who chooses to to stay and continue to be here. That's a bodhisattva. The godlike realm. Refers to individuals reaching bliss or near bliss similar to our house. But then in their rebirth, they, they come back to samsara. And our house reaches enlightenment and is exempt from samsara. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So is there an intermediate, intermediary position between? You know, where you think you reach nirvana, and you... Yeah, that's the God realm. It is the God realm. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, the, that's the danger of the God realm. Right. Those who achieve it do not... Do not uh, I mean, now that we have the whole thing in front of us, okay, there's this realm, that realm, this realm, that realm, and there's fully not in Buddhahood. Right. And then, we, of course, we say, okay, I want that one. No one, no one says, ah, I don't want, I don't want to be free from samsara. Let me get, let me be born in the God realm. Okay, I'll be born there for a few, I'll enjoy for a few eons and I'll lose it. But that, that's what I want. No one makes that decision. The ones who end up in in the God realm, they think that they're going to something that's going to be ever forever lasting. And that's why they do all the strenuous work that they need to do to to get there. And and that's where the ultimate danger comes in, because you think you found nirvana, and it's not real nirvana. Eventually, it it it, it goes away. And the danger being that you may form the idea that there's no such thing as nirvana. I did all that work, I put up with all those people, I was moral, and that guy. I mean, <laughs> I could have, I should have, but I didn't. And <laughs> and now, after all that work, I've reached bliss. And now the bliss is going is, is going away, so there is no such thing as nirvana, and and that's where the danger is. To think you've reached it when you haven't, and to form the conclusion there is no such thing as that as nirvana. And, and that's where people have this false sense of security, and they, they neglect the dharma practice. Yeah, because that that's the, would be the one that's one of the, the driving forces for not. I mean, if you think you're already in nirvana, why why do you need to practice to get to nirvana? <laughs> oh, you got all these enjoyments you want. You got you got plenty to do. There's the bliss of Tuesday, the bliss of Monday. <laughs> you have to trust between wow and whoa. <laughs> I mean, they must have a pretty long work week. Pretty long. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, w- when you compare, uh, I don't know exactly how it goes. I know, I was, just, I was just making a joke. Yeah. Like, there is some weird time thing. Yeah, some w- it's a weird time thing. And and <laughs> interestingly enough, there's a, just quickly, be- be- before you go, about the time thing. Uh, there's a story about a king who wants to, who wants definite proof that there's future life. And uh, he's uh, b- is is a friend of another king. Right? One of them is very skeptical, and the other one is very you know uh, very you know uh, I would say has a lot of faith in there's such thing as future life. Right? So one of them is about to die. The one who the one who has faith that there's a future life is about to die, mm-hmm. and the one who's very skeptical now goes to him and say, okay, 
this, I want you to help me be free of this, of, of this doubt that I have that there is future life. So once you die and you go to wherever you go, I want you to come back and tell me w- what you saw. That way I'll definitely believe. So the other one dies and is born in the God realm. And, uh, and he, he, the, he remembers to go, to go tell the other one. But he decides to, well, I mean, just got here. Let me <laughs> I'll wait around a little bit. Let me find out. What, let, me, let me, after a day or two. And exactly a day after, uh, I'm not sure exactly, like a few, just a few days, he decides to go back and tell, and tell the other one. But when he goes back, it's really like a few hundred years has gone by. The guy is dead already. <laughs> so, uh, I think Na- Ananda was was uh, t- telling the same story to a king who was was uh, was dying, and the king wanted so, okay, where am I going to go? I don't have any proof. And how, how can the proof? And Ananda said, if I were to go, a day would be like like a hundred years now. By the time I come back, you'll be dead already. How am I going to be? How is my going there coming back and prove it to you? Yeah, I'll be back in a second. Yeah, in a second is like 50 years. <laughs> it's like uh, Peter Pan, right? Oh, there's a Peter Pan thing right there? Yeah, because they go to Neverland mm-hmm. and they stay young, right? Oh, yeah. And then they, uh, when they come back, the people are older. Because remember Peter Pan likes the girl named like Mary, Mary Wendy, and then he goes to... When he, when he keeps coming back, he comes back one time and she's like six, and then comes back she's like sixteen. Oh, that's right. So they're old then. And then one comes back she's like a hundred or something. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. very interesting yeah. story. It's your favorite person. <laughs> 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 it's okay. <laughs> 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 it all relates to this story, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, that's why I was trying to think because that, that comes up in a lot of movies. This idea, like, yeah, it's something like that. Like it was in that Parnassus movie too. Mm-hmm. With, um, uh, aging and um, uh, relativity, the relativity of time. Yeah, yeah. So, which one Einstein said? The one who's traveling f- at the speed of light ages slower, right? Yeah, slower. So, if you were to go at the speed of light for what seemed like a second and you came back, it would be like a few years later or something like that. Or something like that. to go there many times he was born there because of his karma he was a human being just he was a well not human he was a sentient being just like us I think you're referring to the time where it is said that he, he formed a compassionate thought while he was in the hell realm mm-hmm. and that compassionate thought like, like com- uh, what's called that ejected, ejected him out of, uh, out, of, out of the hell realm Alright, so any more questions? We do Sashi.
<laughs> would kill the earth. <laughs> I have a quick question, maybe it's not related. It's uh, kind of related, but it's not related. Okay. Uh, you know, we talked about these problems, and uh, when you have a situation like in Haiti, mm-hmm. for example, where um, a country is ravaged by a natural disaster, but, mm-hmm. but even going beyond that, just in general, just the uh, unrest and mm-hmm. a lot of suffering and misery. And the question is this from a Buddhist perspective, how do you explain? What has happened in the Navy. Yeah, we already did. Okay. Yeah. It, I, I mean, is it, is it a karma that individuals have collectively created yeah. in their previous lives? Yeah, definitely. It has come to fruition now in the form of the empire. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. Now, the, the, when, 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 the, when sometime when you hear this explanation, it seems like oh, the term is blaming the victim. But it's, it's not so much that the Haitians together as a nation they did this karma and then uh, the, as a nation they're reaping the, the fruit of it. And that's the danger of the wheel of life. You did a karma in Timbuktu or did a karma in ancient Europe and now you're born and you're, the, the, that karma is ripened now as being born as a Haitian in, in this time. So it's not just something that is owned only by mm-hmm. Haitians, so to speak, right. inherently. It just now the conditions are ripe for those who have that kind of karma to be born there or to be there, so that they can have that experience. And now it's it ripe and has Haiti earthquake. And uh, that brings me to uh, request the hells and Haiti uh, because of the conditions that are right now the, the sense of desperation now has grown to even a sense of magnitude so you had a bunch of people for the most part were starving and now they're experiencing this and now the, the desperation is even, even more so what happens to human beings when they're in des- desperation they do very ugly things mm-hmm. even though you have you have those who do extremely beautiful things, mm-hmm. but for the most part, the natural thing that keeps samsara going is that it makes them do extremely ugly things. Mm-hmm. One of the hells that you described is one of the hells that you described. It's called Yangtze, uh Revive, mm-hmm. and in there you're born there, and you're born with uh, that's the description. Okay, you're born with with weapons in your in your hand, machetes clubs and then you see others and automatically your thought is to oh that person is going to attack me let me let me attack them before they attack me so they end up that hell is and people end up hacking it at each other and unfortunately for that hell you know that you you'll be born again and then you go through it over and over again for many lines i saw an image i mean you're hearing everything is destroyed all the all the house all the houses are destroyed. Somehow, these people who have lost their homes, actually these people are not like every single one of them. There's a group of them. What have they found? Machetes. And they're going around with machetes. Because they're thinking, times are desperate, I'm going to be attacked, I better hold on to this machete. And that later might come up, wait a minute, they were definitely going to attack me. Let me attack them now. That we might come up to that. It's, I find it extremely. It's like that. That's the hell they were describing. I mean, you lost everything, but somehow you found machetes. I, I don't get it. So uh, wow. we should pray for them, so that uh, whatever it is that's giving them delusion. That may, uh, may be free from it, so that they don't end up thinking that that's what they have to do to help themselves. Okay, so let's do the
Congratulations, we reached the 12 lengths. We finished 12 lengths. <laughs> okay. 